Welcome to the first episode of the new podcast, Views from Etc. Venues. I'm show host Caleb Parker, and I'm here today with Margareta Wellsford. And um, my first question for you, actually, Etc. Venues, is it ETC or Etc.? I've always wondered this. Well, we um, we have a bit of a debate, to be honest, uh, internally at the moment. We've always been called Etcetera Venues, and that's how the company started. The reason for that is we offer more than just a room. There's a lot of additional things we offer. Um, however, having said that, we've also talked about the fact that we are ETC, and that really stands for events, training, and conferences. It's a bit of a double entendre there. But a little, little bit in between at the moment, yeah. All right. Very cool, very cool. Before we dive into more details about company and where you guys are headed. I want to know about you. Okay. You're one of the first employees at, at Etcetera Venues, I'm going to say. That's fine, yeah. Um, but what do you do outside of Etcetera Venues? Ooh, um, well, I have always had an interest in um, uh, amateur dramatics. Uh, I don't really have time for that right now with everything that's going on with Etcetera, so, but I do play in a band. Okay. Yeah, and I uh, play the keyboards. I've always seen being in a, in a show or in a production, in a theatre group or on stage, very, very similar to being um, part of a venue or a hotel. You've got a backstage crew that's you know, supporting you, and then you've got those wonderful front stage people who are on stage working with the clients and really on show. So that's sort of a bit of what I do, both at work and, and outside of work. So would you say that work helps you become better in the band, or does the band help you become better at work? I think a little bit of both, actually. I think that work is, you know, when you are in hospitality, you are on stage, you're trying to create an experience for people, you're painting a story. So certainly being on stage has helped me in my professional life. Um, playing in a band, I find a great release from all the stresses of, uh, of you know, of, of what you do on a daily basis. What is the name of your band? Uh, we're called The Rock Project. The Rock Project. And what mm. is the genre of that? Rock. <laughs> 1980s <laughs> rock. <laughs> so are you, are you from London originally? Where are you no, I'm not. Uh, my parents are Swedish, okay. uh, so I'm very proud to be Swedish. Uh, I was born in England, and actually I was brought up in the States. So, um, okay. How long were you in the States? Uh, up until I was 16. And whereabouts? Were you all over? Or? No, well, we were in Florida. So I moved from Florida, then back to Sweden, a bit of from the very warm beaches to all the right. very cold north. Uh, and then um, in my 30s, I decided to come back to, uh, to London. Marg, back then you started out as a training solution. Mm-hmm. How, has, how has the company evolved since then? Well, we, we started as trainers, like you said, because we saw a gap in the market. That quickly then evolved into what we call conferences, so those larger events. But then our clients started saying to us, listen, you guys are fantastic. You've got the service, you've got the technology, you've got the food, you've got the people. But there's a real gap, particularly in London at that stage, for larger event space in the city. So we then started looking at the three, four hundred um, Um, spaces. Uh, A couple of things we learned, which I thought was interesting, is we had assumed that people would sit down, right? So we'd built our catering space with enough seats for everyone to sit down. It was, we could move the furniture because we wanted it to be flexible. I think in 365 days, we had the furniture in one day. 
because in a large event people don't want to sit down mm. it's all about interacting right. it's all about the ex exhibitions it's all about the sponsors who want to talk to people and the last thing people want to do is get stuck with one person for the whole 45 minute lunch sure, they want to move around yeah. so when we then opened our other larger spaces at Bishopsgate um, at County Hall and now at Houndstitch it's very much that format that it's about the interactive standing up lunch where people can interact when you talk about St. Paul's and Bishopsgate being the larger venues the larger mm -hmm. conference venues yep. um, can, can you can you elaborate on that how how is that different than the previous venues, the earlier venues? So the earlier venues, and, and a lot of those venues that we still have, will have a, a variety of different meeting rooms. And some of them will be quite large, but they'll go from like 20 to 100 people. Um, Bishopsgate is a one client um, space. So you have one client in at a time. They have a large room that takes up to 600. They have a variety of breakout spaces, but generally it's a one client exclusive nice. use event. Uh, the same thing will be true for a Houndstitch property that opens in April. And the same thing will be true for a lot of our properties we open in New York. Awesome. So many times in our industry, we end up talking about what's best for the venue or what's best for the organizer, but we don't talk about what's best for the, hmm. the delegate or the participant of the event. I mean, we've always, even back in the days, we always focus on what we call brain food, the way that we prepare our food. So we have our own chefs because we find that really, really important. They're on site. They're on site as our own chefs, and we have a fantastic chef group. Um, and... As a delegate, it's not just about being able to talk to the chef because you have a, an allergy, which is so, so hot at the moment, by the way. So you need to be able to have that, that security that you are eating what you should be eating. Um, but also we find that it's, there's a real science to how people learn. So um, you want to be able to have brain food. You want to have pick-me-ups throughout the day. We don't just have sweet things on our coffee points, by the way, because a lot of people, after a full day of conferencing, of eating cakes constantly, that's a quick sugar rush, and that's not necessarily good for your brain. So we have salt and sweet, and we have breaks throughout the day, and people can break when they want to rather than we want them to. And at the end of the day, our venues are designed so that you have a successful event, you know, so that you get something out of your delegates, get something out of what they're there to do. Are, are you ready to talk about New York? Absolutely. Well, that's ex you have some exciting news coming up, and you're going into New York, you're going to open some locations there. We are, we are. We have say, we have, have very ambitious plans. We want to open six venues in New York over the next couple of years. Wow, six. Yeah, so uh, we've really seen that our, and again, it's based on client feedback. So as we've moved, you know, from training into conference, into events, as we've gone from London to Manchester, Manchester and Birmingham, our clients are saying to us, listen, we need you in New York. There's a lot of shared clients between London and New York, obviously. Um, and again, we've seen a gap in the market for that really vibrant, really service focused, but really large space. And again, in the city. That's interesting. New York is obviously one of the big markets over in the US. And um, if you think about the UK meetings market and, and how big, how many events take place in the UK. Mm -hmm. um, are you seeing similar numbers in New York? Yeah, I think there's a an even larger market in New York. I think that London and New York, apart from the client base, are very similar in the way that, um, that the cities are laid out. Uh, both London and New York are very urban environments where people walk or people take the public transport or the subway or the underground. Um, and it's also a very diverse uh, culture, which we think mirrors a lot of what happens in London. Um, so we're excited. We think there's huge potential. I say six venues, you know, who knows? The sky's the limit, really. 100. Ma why not? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so Marg, um, 
So I'm an American. I came to London, mm-hmm. and I had to deal with some language barriers for myself and had to learn what to say and what not to say. We have a British company now going into New York. Mm-hmm. Is Are you guys excited about that? Do you see challenges? Can, can a British company be successful in America? I think we're under no illusions that it's a completely different market and things are done very differently. We've had a pre-opening team working on our London opening for, or sorry, New York opening for, you know, the last 12 months. And of course there's differences. There's differences in the way people are, the way that people act. And a lot of the terminology, like you say, is actually different and we've had to learn. Um, we're very keen to have our Etcetera team start up in the, um, in, in the States. And that's the way that we've always done it. So that whenever we've opened a property in, in the UK, we've always taken an existing Etcetera team to open that so that we continue the ethos of service um, when we open our new properties. So we'll do that again when we do it in New York so there's a team uh, from from London so you're taking a team from the UK mm-hmm. over to New York we're taking a team yeah are you also hiring local people absolutely as well? absolutely okay. so you have the you have the etc person so to speak that has the understanding of how we do things in terms of service uh, and then combining that then with a with a US people who obviously know how things work there. I think what we can bring as etc. venues is obviously an understanding of that real purpose-built space, uh, but also a little bit of the British mentality in terms of service. Uh, we work a lot on trying to understand the client's needs before us and not selling them a predisposed package, but really getting under the skin of what is it that you need and what, what would be important to your event to make it successful. So I think a little bit of that British serviceness, we would much rather say, you know, what do you want? How can we help you? So, so you offer more of a bespoke, or, or for my American colleagues, more customized. More approach. customized, yeah, yeah, okay. absolutely. Interesting. All right. Well, what what challenges do you think you'll face, or or maybe you you're seeing your customers are saying go to New York, so you're ready to go. They're welcoming you with open arms. Yeah, I think we've got a good client base. Uh, you know, from the pre-opening research that we've done, um, there's a lot of legislation to get through in the states, um, and obviously we're still. Um, in that process. Um, I think also it's about a little bit of education for the Americans where there are non-residential brands in the States, but most of your conferences will happen in hotels. So to make people understand that we are like a hotel with all the services, but without the bedrooms. And that perhaps takes a little bit of educating in terms of our meeting planners out there. So Mar, you said it's like a hotel, but different. Is that, is it better? How is that different? Well, because we don't have the bedrooms, um, we have focus on one thing. So our focus is the meeting and the conferences and the events that are going on. And by that, I mean that in a hotel, if you're if you're running an event, you will uh, perhaps meet um, tourists. You might meet the odd child. You might meet the odd person walking around from the spa in their you know dressing gown and slippers. And I'm not saying there's anything against that, but we don't host those types of events in our venues, which means it's a really professional environment. So while you're there, you're there to train. There's no children. There's no tourists. I have children. I am a tourist. I sometimes even wear a dressing gown, but we don't have those in our venues. I see. And I, I think I think it's the key word there is, is professional. It's professional. It's, it's a dedicated environment. Thank you for joining me today. I'm, I'm really thrilled to hear the whole background of how ETC got started, your personal background. I need to hear your band. I need to hear your music because <laughs> I like rock. Okay. I'll, I'll send you an invitation privately. Okay. Good stuff. <laughs> well, uh, tune in for the next episode soon. Um, I'll be discussing... Uh, with Alistair Stewart, the MD of Etc. Venues, ahead of the New York launch.